Hey everyone, and welcome to Already Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 3, episode 6. It is called Spectre of the Gun. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. And the plot of this one is that the Enterprise is on its way to this this, this planet to make contact with this alien race because uh, they're extending their hand, you know, come join the Federation, be part of the Alliance, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but they've got some pretty hefty defences up, and they're not necessarily thrilled about anyone coming towards them. So we get get a weird floating object, and it's kind of kind of weird. But they, they get past it, and then they get out of the planet. Uh, and by they, I mean five people. I mean Kirk, Spock, McCoy, Chekhov, and Scotty. Uh, yes. So f- f- full full slate. I mean characters. So uh, you know, no red shots to kill. I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, Scotty's a red shot, but you know. There's only Proper one man. Yeah. There's only one man who's worn a red shirt in every single episode of Star Trek and still came out to tell the tale. That's guy, just for the record. Obviously. Yeah, but hey, so they get to play it, and you know, spooky head appears and says, "Blah blah blah blah, uh, you're you're unwelcome here," and sends them to the old west. Uh, you know, the old, the tombstone specifically uh, with unfinished sets, and they have a line of dialogue. It's like. Oh, but there's something wrong. It's it's not finished. Like it's like it's not like it, maybe it doesn't have enough data to complete the the world. And I'm like, yeah, they ran out of time and money and they didn't finish the sets, didn't they? And I looked yeah, it up. Yeah, this was just a way to slash the budgets. I looked it up. That is true. They didn't have the money to finish the sets. I think it was pretty obvious. Especially <laughs> since it never did anything with it. it. It never came out of play. In fact, not only did it never come out of play for the rest of the episode, they actually seem to ignore the fact that this is probably like a fake version or a simulation, and they just kind of like. Basically, talk as if it's they're back in the past. Yeah, it's really weird, episodes. isn't it? Yeah, because I'm like, hey, remember when you first arrived and you acknowledged that? Oh, they they, they couldn't rebuild the whole thing because you know didn't have but all the data. But they're talking about like we can't change history. Yeah, they start talking about oh we can't change the timeline. I'm like, but you're not changing the timeline. You know it's not real. Yeah. Uh, this is probably obvious given what we just said. So the rest of the episode is basically they're actually they've, they've kind of taken place of. Uh, I can't remember the names. It's, it's, it's who uh, Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday all killed at the OK Corral, that whole classic Ike. story. Ike is one of them. Ike is one of them. Oh, I was going to say their last names because a lot of them are brothers. Uh, it is, but Ike is the name that st- stands out in my mind. Uh, it's an uncommon name. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so you've got Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday and the rest of his their group, and they're like, oh, you know, you're here by five o'clock, we're going we're gonna to kill you. Uh, and they try to leave, but they can't because magical barrier. Again, hinting that this is not real. This is a this is a simulation of some kind uh, from godlike yeah, beings. And we know that the beings in question are very strong telepaths because they, you know, that was mm. how it opens when they introduce themselves. They, you know, send their message into everyone's mind in their own languages. Yeah, yeah, because Chekhov hears it in Russian and Spock's, oh, they're speaking Vulcan. It's like, yeah, yeah, uh, so. Again, very obvious given the, the the hints of enjoyment throughout those few sentences. But did you enjoy Spectre of the Gun? Not particularly. It's kind of rough. Yeah, I, really, I mean, it's not. It's, it's not the worst. Yeah, it wasn't a terrible watch. It wasn't as bad as uh, you know some of the the other stinkers we've had. But um, it's a very flawed episode. I, I think what works about it is just you know I, I think it's hard to at least not get some enjoyment out of us a ticking time bomb and we have to figure out how to survive. Like those elements are okay. It's like because. I think the the stuff I liked the most was them like okay what, what what's in this time period that we can like build something out of and they try to figure out that yeah and obviously you've got your core characters playing off each other which is even in the worst episodes is typically good when yeah. they're together 
Also, the, the, the one that Chekhov's kind of become, because all the other people around them, like in the bar and stuff in the saloon, they just kind of see who they think they're seeing, rather than the, the Star, you know, Trek crew. And, you know, Chekhov's, like, person he's taken over had, like, a girlfriend, and she keeps coming up and kissing him. And, like, him being, like, a horn dog is kind of fun. Like, you know, do you remember, I don't know what episode it was, it was sometime last season, Chekhov, like... So, so, some woman on a planet said something about wanting a mate or something, and he did this thing where he slid into frame. Like, yeah, right. you remember that, right? Yeah. It was kind of like bringing me flashbacks to that, where he, he, like cap, the captain's like, "Hey, check off. Uh, we, you know, we should get we get back to you know what we're doing." He's like, "Oh, captain, we should keep up, uh, you know, hospitalities with the the locals." Yeah, <laughs> uh, this this cracked me up the most because Kirk probably every other episode yeah. has has gone off and just seduced someone just because he can. There, there's just a tinge of hypocrisy. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I, Kirk... I think it's jealousy. It's like, yeah. damn it, why am I not getting any this time? Yeah, I actually, I'd love if this was a running joke that it keeps going all season is that Chekhov keeps stealing the babes and Kirk's just not <laughs> happy about it. <laughs> Chekhov is the new Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, that was kind of the enjoyment stuff, but like I say, there's a lot of weird elements that, that, that feel... It's almost like they wrote that excuse in for why the set's not finished and then forgot to change the rest of the script. So when it gets towards the end of the episode and they're all worried about getting shot and they realise, oh, the grenade doesn't work. The, 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 the gas grenade that's going to knock them all out, that just doesn't work. Even though it should. you know. And I love yeah. that Scotty, like, oh, he is, I'll, we'll test it on me. And, you know, it obviously is a little funny joke. He takes the drink and he's like, oh, that's just, that's full of pain. And Spock's like, there will be no pain. I should have warned me soon, Mr. Spock. <laughs> yeah, him with the bourbon cracked me up because you know, he orders the scotch and it's like, you know, we ain't got no scotch, just bourbon. He's like, oh, fine. And then, and then 10 minutes later, it. he's getting full glasses just down it. It's like, eh, it's, it's, it grows on you. <laughs> but uh, he just opens, it's, it's a tear gas grenade, basically. And he just he just opens it and he just like, it, it's not working quite at first when it's on the counter. So he, he picks it up right under it. He's basically inhaling it like it's a drug. He's like, yeah, <laughs> and it's not working. That was kind of amusing. It was, uh, but yeah, it's so like I say. So then they have this whole thing where Spock deducts with logic that Chekhov, because Chekhov's actually dead at this point there. So Chekhov gets oh, shot. Oh yeah, he got shot. <laughs> and obviously we know he's it's not really dead because he's, he's Chekhov. He's coming back. But <laughs> if it was a red shot on the other hand, uh, yeah, exactly. That's that's how we know. That's how we sussed it. But yeah. Spock deduces that well. Chekhov's only dead. It's basically Matrix rules. Well, kind of. No, not quite. Because Matrix, you can't just pretend it's not... If you know it's not real in the Matrix, you still get shot. But maybe Inception's a better... Con- well, it's not really, because even that, you still die. But well, you, you wake up. But the point I'm making, right? It's, it's like kind of a mix of those things in other dream worlds where if you acknowledge that it's not real and you know it's not real, the things won't hurt you. And Spock's the justice. So because he's 100% certain, he, he is convinced the bullets will not hurt him no matter how much they try to shoot him, because it's not real. He knows it's not real, therefore he cannot be harmed. Uh, and everyone else, you know, and McCoy's like, yeah, but we're human, Spock, even if there's a little bit of doubt. Like, we always have that, because we're human beings, and we can't get rid of that. Uh, Kurt's like, that's all right, Spock, mind meld everyone, <laughs> and make sure we all know for sure. And they do. And then, you know, I, I mean, I like the scene itself, when, like, the, you know, when Wyatt and his men are all, like, firing at them, and they just kind of stand there taking no shots. And, and then Kurt steps forward. Steps forward. And he has he has him at gunpoint. He, he could kill Wyatt in revenge for Chekhov's death, uh, because I, I I did like how everyone was kind of like you know like Scotty and McCoy were like basically gunning for revenge uh, after Chekhov went down, and then then the beings are like they, they, all of a sudden they're teleported back to the Enterprise, 
and the being is like, you, you did not take the shot, you know, you, you, you are truly peaceful, and you don't, do not want to, like, seek violence, and, you know, you, you want peace, and he's like, alright, and the most interesting part, I think, is uh, Spock comes over and says, hey, like, you, you didn't kill him, you, you made the right choice, but you, you did want to, you know, I could see that, and he's like, well, truthfully, Spock, yeah, I did, but I overcame it, because, you know, that that's kind of what humans do, it's like, you know, especially at that time period, everyone was shooting each other. Like, because even even the sheriff in the simulation is like, "Hey, if you kill Wyatt and his boys, there'll be no questions asked." You yeah, just, yeah. You it ahead. sounds like it was set up in that. They were like, "Hey, you want to get rid of them for us?" Yeah. Uh, so it's been it's been too long since I've watched Tombstone, and even then, I'm fairly certain that Tombstone was the the very loose version. I, I think because there was two movies that came out really close together. It was Wyatt Earp and Tombstone, and Wyatt Earp was the one that was a lot more accurate, I think, as to what actually happened. But Tombstone yeah. was the one with Kurt Russell that was way more popular. <laughs> the, the 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 more fun movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Val Kilmer was Doc Holliday. Yeah, there's a whole whole thing. Uh, this has reminded me I want to get back to when on air at some point and watch the rest of season two. It crossed my mind. I was yeah. like, oh, maybe I should check out season two. Mm. But hey, so that that was uh, the gist of the episode. It's kind of, it. I mean, I'll, I'll give them a couple of things. It, it, it gave them more of a reason because I, I I was kind of feeling okay so they've got the set uh, one of the things that the show's done in the past is that it's used reused outfits from other shows so obviously they've got all these uh, I mean not for the main cast they're just using their regular clothes which again is also cheap because it's just their outfits but you know all, all the extras they're in like you know outfits at the time and it's like okay so they got those from another show they didn't quite finish the set but they gave me a more interesting reason than usual as to why it just looks like a time period from Earth. It's like, no, this is a simulation of an actual historical event. It should look like that. As yeah. opposed to just, oh, this plot just randomly looks a lot like... Yeah, you know. yeah, no, I agree. This is intentionally designed to be yeah. this. So I'll give them that. That was a better reason than usual. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's not the worst episode. It's just full of inconsistencies. Yeah. But when it's the crew just bantering and doing their thing... And it's pretty enjoyable of that stuff. Yeah, you get five of them together, kind of like bickering at each other, like at various points. Uh, yeah, then that's kind of the best stuff in the episode for the most part. Uh, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of them being tested and like you know these beings. Like, okay, right, these humans mean us no harm. Like that was like a test to see if like like I kind of like that and yeah. concept more more than execution. I uh, agree with that. Yeah. I actually got really confused at one point. See when they first beam back and it beam it cuts back to Chekhov staring at the uh, the the shiny like satellite looking thing. That was yeah, there he doesn't being... seem to remember anything except the, except the girl. Yeah, and I, I and I was thinking, oh wait, was this all in like Chekhov's head? Was it like, was it all in that moment? Because because earlier on in the episode when he's staring at it, he's, he has like a moment of bewilderment. Mm, okay. And for a second, I thought, wait, does he? Was this all in his head? Which is weird because he died halfway through. <laughs> so what was yeah, the rest of it? Yeah, that would have been weird. Uh, but then it was everyone else remembered, and it was like Chekhov was fuzzy because he died halfway, and like you know, he so he remembers yeah. a girl, but he doesn't really remember the other stuff after it. Um, but there there is some wasted time. It's like it, it does do a lot to like set up that she wants to get married, but nothing really ever comes of it after he dies. Like the girl's just kind of forgotten about. You, you don't really see her again, I don't think. No, she just disappears after that. So it's like okay, why did we spend all that time and her wanting to marry Chekhov? <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea. No, no good answer for that. Yeah. So there's some padding, there's some inconsistencies. It's uh, a it's a good idea at its core. It's just an unfinished episode all round. It's, it's an unfinished script, it's an unfinished set. You know, it's it's just it's 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 got the core ideas there, but it's just not quite getting to it. Yeah, every time the like cuz at one point like I think McCoy actually comes out of the one of the 
they're just the flat front buildings as if he's been in to get something and I'll be like there's nothing behind there <laughs> you can see it it's just yeah, yeah. A, it's just a wall with a door in it it's just a sheet of cardboard <laughs> what are you doing um, I did kind of like actually his face off with Doc Holliday when he goes into the the, uh, the store to get the, the dentists yeah he goes into the dentist to get some uh, various medicines to make this tear gas and uh, I say tear gas because they said it would knock them out which isn't exactly tear gas but you know yeah. It, it reminded me of two gas the way they sort of pulled it and it was kind of it was it's this anesthetic though isn't it yeah. essentially which is why he's in the, the dentists for that stuff uh, I, I, no, I just like the idea of there being like a, a doc v doc face off you know yeah no, 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 Bo- bones and holiday you know facing off in some way uh, I, I almost wish that played up again some t- in the final showdown maybe like you know he specifically maybe if they all had to like take on one each like maybe you know oh yeah okay yeah. I see what you're saying that, that could have been a fun thing to do but I, I, I like the 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 banner uh i think if anything what maybe and i guess arguably they shouldn't have done anything with this because it is a simulation so they're, they're just kind of npcs if you will but i almost wonder like you know wyatt and his brother and doc they're, they're all just kind of these like typical characters where they don't really have character they're just kind of there and have their their yeah. attitudes and that's it that's all they are pretty much they're just a threat and that's it as opposed to the girl who's like, you know, wanting to get married and is like, yeah, I don't know why they chose her to be the one to flesh out. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, whereas I feel like you know, like why and actually maybe try to debate with them, like, like would it have been more interesting possibly to actually almost maybe get out of this through actual diplomacy? Like, could could Kirk actually break through to him and talk him yeah, down? Yeah, no. and that that would be you know much better evidence for this other species that okay no no they're they're, they're genuinely trying here not yeah. just oh well, we cheated our way out and then oh okay they didn't kill him all right fine i guess they're all right if anything it reminds me of uh uh oh, i forget the name of it the, the, the test that kirk cheated on at the academy which you find Kobe out Ashi in the Maru. movies oh there you go was it was it say again Kobayashi Maru, I Kobayashi Maru. there you go uh so that that uh it kind of reminded me of that where it was they kind of put them in this impossible situation where no matter what they did because they, they thought of the grenade they tried to diplomatic and nothing was working it was like always just a wall a wall a wall and i'm like you kind of made this unwinnable unless they figured out it was a game and then rigged themselves to win which is essentially what happened no you're right it kind of is yeah they kind of had to cheat to to solve the the, the problem isn't so yeah um but hey uh but that that terrible not the worst thing ever though it wasn't like a terrible watch it's not it's like I said, it's rough around the edges and you know in, in like but in concept it's pretty good in character is pretty yeah, good yeah i mean it's better it's, just... it's better than the you know the, the kids one the follow you know and the children shall lead uh, oh, absolutely that said though that has one or two really really funny like standout bad things that this yeah, never yeah. achieves either like there's, there's, this never gets funny bad <laughs> this, this isn't an episode i'd ever feel the need to skip but it would just be kind of on yeah but i wouldn't feel the need to watch it either yeah like, if someone said they were watching, like, the greatest hits of Star Trek and skipping all the, the fluff, I, I wouldn't argue they have to watch this one by any means. No, absolutely not. But if they were going to watch it, you know, it's not like it has to be missed. It's not the worst. It's it's watchable, at the very least. Yeah, which makes it probably one of the least exciting ones to talk about, because it's yeah. just kind of... It's, it's a very middle-tier episode, isn't it? But that said, so... a lot of its problems are really specific and weird. Like, how often do you criticise something because the set wasn't finished? And they had to write in any excuses to why they sit. Especially in such an obvious way where you can see the front of the buildings and there's just nothing behind them. Yeah, no, it's true. I, I don't think I ever have made that criticism before. Because normally it's like, okay, we, we couldn't 
build this room. Okay, we'll just put that scene in a room we already have, and that'll be how they solve it. So you'll never, you'll never feel it necessarily in the episode. You, may, you might question and say, there's, there's maybe not enough locations. It feels like they're all in the same few places. Yeah, you might feel reused sets, but... But that wouldn't be that immersion-breaking. No. As opposed to this, where you... It's just, just not there. Let's just pretend there's a building there. Give, yeah, you, give you some half-arsed excuse in the script. You know, they scrubbed out one line and replaced it with an excuse for why the buildings aren't finished, and that was pretty, it. Pretty much, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I think there's some things in TV shows and movies you can't explain in one throwaway line of dialogue. I absolutely think you can. Uh, one I always bring up is Back to the Future Part 3, where they never explain why they can't just get fuel out of the original DeLorean to fuel the new DeLorean. This came back in time to you know, take Doc back to the future. Uh, right. And it would be completely solved by him just saying, oh, it was already empty. That would solve the entire plot hole. It's not a big. I mean, it's not a big deal. It doesn't ruin the movie. I'm just saying it's one that once you notice it, you're like, okay, yeah. they had a source of gasoline if they wanted to go to that other car that he'd already buried. But no, yeah, no, it's whatever. I, I think here it's it would be a fine line if the rest of the episode didn't treat it like it didn't happen. Yeah, if it, if the rest of the episode actually played with the idea that sometimes are like what if like like Doc Holiday was like broken like he like he wasn't working properly because they didn't know what he was like or right. something and i think just more importantly if they were aware it was a simulation the whole time because they kind of figure it out as it goes through they're like oh you know this isn't real you know we don't what basically once Chekhov is dead and they're like well hang on that guy was supposed to survive this battle so this can't be real yeah, I'm but like, they, they, you, you already had this realization as soon as you got here. Yeah, as soon as you arrived, you you deduced this basically. Uh, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's weird in that sense. So yeah. yeah, it's uneven, it's unfinished, but it's not necessarily the worst thing to sit through either. So uh, with that said, that is Spectre of the Gun. So by all means, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments. Like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. There's a link in the description. Uh, at the $1 tier, you get these a week early, these Star Trek reviews. So that may be tempting to you, but otherwise you get other things too for uh, other shows. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>